Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Pass Back to You, and I am your host Dia. So today we're gonna talk about what does it really mean to love yourself. How many of you have heard of the sentence, "Before you can love anyone else, you must first love yourself." I know I've heard it, read it, seen it a hundred times, and today I want to dig a little bit deeper into what that latter part of the sentence really means. What does it mean to love ourselves, and how can we love ourselves? Is loving yourself selfish or narcissistic, and why is it that we have to learn to love ourselves before we can love anyone else? I think that self-love comes in so many different faces, but let's first talk about what loving yourself is not. I think that self-love isn't narcissistic. In fact, narcissism is actually a bit more connected to self-obsession. Loving yourself does not mean being selfish without regards to how your actions might affect others, because actually, selfishness is not done with love in mind. Or heart, self-love is not just about buying yourself gifts or indulging in an extra glass of wine. I think that one thing loving yourself does mean is to have your own back. I know that I've spent a lot of my time getting angry with my friends or partners or family members because I just felt like they never had my back. But if I really asked myself, or if we really ask ourselves, how often do we actually have our own back? You know, we ask other people all the time. I just need you to be there for me. I just need you to hear me out. Before we ever even think to ask ourselves to be here. To me, having my back means standing firmly in my values, beliefs, without doubting myself. Having my back means even on my worst days and in my worst moment, I don't walk away from myself. I think that loving yourself also means forgiveness and compassion. For some reason, most of us grow up to be our own worst critic and judge and jury. We put ourselves down all the time when we do when we don't do something right. We aim for perfection, even though we know it's not realistic, and we always set such high expectations. And we crumble when we fail. We beat ourselves up instead of showing up with compassion to just say, "Hey, it's all right that you messed up. I'll always be here for you. You're not perfect, but I love you anyway. I'm here to learn with you, to grow with you, and to evolve with you. I love you when you win, but I love you even more when you lose. Because at the end of the day, it does not matter. My love for you is unconditional." How many of us really feels this way about ourselves, and how many times have you ever said it or thought it to yourself? So yes, I think self love must also mean that it is unconditional. A loving mother doesn't say to this child, "I only love you if you finish your food," or "I'll only love you if you clean your room and never make a mess." So loving ourselves can be the same. I love you no matter what. I love you at your worst. I will love you when you feel so depressed you can hardly get out of bed. I will love you when you fail, and I will love you with all of your imperfections. I will love you enough to forgive you so you can begin to heal, so you can sit with all the uncomfortable emotions and thoughts. I am here to hold you along the way. 
And loving yourself doesn't necessarily have to equate to liking yourself all the time. After all, we know that we're all beautifully and imperfectly human. And on some days, we just don't like ourselves all that much. And we can always see that there are areas in our lives, our actions, intentions, or the words we say can definitely use guidance and improvement. But that doesn't mean that through it all, we love ourselves any less. We love our light and we love our darkness. And we love ourselves enough to give room and space for that darkness to transform into light. Loving yourself can also mean doing the work, which is very different from self-care. Because self-work can be tough and uncomfortable but also rewarding. It means I love you so much to sit through all the gunk and garbage and trauma and pain so that you can start to heal. I will be here with you without judgment so you can grow beyond embarrassment, your shame or guilt. Loving ourselves means discovering what our boundaries are and realize that when people or things are not here in our best interest, we can stand firm and say no. Because the more we say no to things that doesn't serve us or help us grow, the more we have room and time for all the yeses. Maybe loving yourself can feel a bit scary because so many of us are people pleasers and we very often seek validation in one shape or another from other people and other sources. And there's a strong desire to be liked, loved, or needed. But at what expense? We can still be supportive, loving, and kind to the people in our lives without infringing on our own bliss. For example, having healthy boundaries could look like this. Let's say a really good friend of you calls you and she always calls you to share all of her troubles and complain about her day and all of her worries and you want to be there for her but some days you just don't have it in you and instead of pushing yourself to show up and then holding some resentment later for your friend because they're dumping all their crap on you, simply try to honor and share how you feel with them. Setting boundary means saying things like, I really want to be here for you and I am, but I'm going through my own stuff right now and I just need some time to sort it out. I'm really sorry you're going through a tough time, but I want to show up for you 110%. And to do that, I really need to take some me time right now. And I believe if this is a friendship that is worth holding on to, this friend will understand, even if, as they're human, even if they feel a little bit upset momentarily. And loving yourself could mean saying no to a family gathering or Thanksgiving dinner because you know how toxic it is and how crappy you feel afterwards every single time. Setting boundaries means helping us step into our own worth to know that people don't just love us because we submit to their every whim and wish. And if that is the case, then you'll find that these toxic people will start to fall away. Setting boundaries doesn't mean you have to be aggressive or combative. It just means to stay open, to maintain the boundaries that you have set for yourself and others. And it could be a strengthening moment between two people who really want the best for one another.
Loving yourself can also mean understanding that not everyone is gonna love you, and that's totally okay. When we were babies, if we did grow up in a fortunate environment, we were given unconditional love and care at first, without ever being asked for anything. But then we start to grow older, and parents and other people start to expect things from us. As if we have to earn the attention or love from other people, so some toddlers start to learn that they can get attention by being really, really good at something, and others learn to scream and cry, and some of them learn to behave and do everything they're told. So, in varying degrees, many of us do grow up to become people pleasers or constantly seeking validation from others, and then we lash out or feel like crap when we don't have it. But the truth is, not everyone will love us or even like us, and that, that's really okay. If you're being really true to yourself and always standing firm in your beliefs and boundaries, you can attract more of the people who will actually be there to truly support, share, and connect with you on a genuine level, and really with the person that you are, not who they want you to be or who they think you should be. And loving ourselves can also mean honoring our very unique strengths and to nourish them and follow our curiosities, instead of focusing on what we're not good at or our inabilities. Just like this very famous quote that you probably have all heard: "Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid." Just like accepting and being okay with the fact that you can't please everybody, be okay with the fact that we can't all be amazing at everything we try. We have our own very beautiful and unique set of skills and abilities, and there's even ones that we haven't even tapped into or discovered. So instead of wasting time and spending time focusing on what we're not good at or What people put us down for? Why not spend more energy to nourish what we really love to do and what makes us super excited, curious, and joyful? Loving ourselves also means honoring our failures, and instead of putting yourself down, instead allow the failure to be. Encourage yourself to get up and try again. There's honestly so many people out there who. We'll jump at the chance to tell us we're not good enough, or we'll never make it, or our ideas are too ambitious, or wild, or crazy. Why are we going to add ourselves to that list? You are your own best friend, your advocate, your support, and your cheerleader. And let me just take a moment and say that I didn't always stand in solidarity or love myself. I'm still learning to love myself more openly and deeply every single day. Especially when I experience challenges or make mistakes, it may sound crazy, but I talk to myself sometimes, maybe more than sometimes. But when I'm feeling really down for a good reason or maybe for no reason at all, I actually will hold my own hand and I say things like, "It's okay. I'm here for you. Everything will always be okay. You're not alone, and I will be here." So, what about that sentence we talked about at the very beginning of the show? Why is it that supposedly we are not able to love other people until we learn to love ourselves? One of the most famous Bible verse says, "Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself." 
And on the surface, this can be interpreted in a very simple way, treat others as you want to be treated. But how could we love our fellow human beings, friends, family, partners, or even strangers if we love ourselves with conditions and expectations? You know, I'll love you more when you lose 15 pounds. You'll be so much cuter. I'll love you more when you get that job promotion and then I can really be proud. How can we love others thoroughly with the respect, with openness and compassion if we don't even know how to do it for ourselves? And how often do we project our own insecurities and fears onto other people? For example, someone has something you want and you don't have. There's a distinction between feeling envy and jealousy for somebody else's fortune because you don't have it versus feeling a wanting but happy for the other person. Because instead of seeing what they have and what you don't, you begin to see that what they have shows you that it's a possibility and their success brings you joy genuinely because you know you can do it too. When we treat ourselves with kindness and compassion and acceptance so fully and so lovingly that we are standing so strong in security, in knowing, and in our worth, I think then we can really begin to do the same for other people. We can start to see everyone's imperfections not as faults but as reasons to love them even more. And again, I want to interject here really quickly. I'm definitely not preaching to you. I am not the teacher here. In fact, I am the student. I choose topics like this because they're precisely the things that I've personally struggled with the most and things that I'm probably still struggling with. It's the things that I have learned and have to relearn every day. And I think it's also really great to say this right now. It's okay if you fail to love yourself sometimes. That in itself, that compassion is self-love. And it's okay if you take one step forward in the self-work and then you take two steps back. We first acquire new knowledge cognitively and then we come to sort of a true genuine understanding. It's sitting firmly in this kind of knowing. And then we do our best to embody this new knowledge into practice and into our everyday existence. I know I'm someone who takes new knowledge in very small increments, like little baby steps. So an idea will take root and often it takes me years to really get it. And even still, I find myself seeing that there's always more journey, there's always more discovery and more work to be done. So there's definitely no destination here. But isn't that exciting that we never have to stop learning or exploring even within ourselves? Because there's always going to be something more profound and deeper and more nourishing to discover. This may sound a little bit silly, but I hope you'll try it sometimes. And I'm going to try this myself as well. So in a random moment, when it strikes you, when it comes into your mind, or maybe every day in the morning, just say something like, I love you to yourself, or you're more than enough, or I love you no matter what, and even though I don't really like you right now, I love you so much. See if you can write down or say little love notes to yourself out loud or in your head, and as we practice this compassion and kindness towards ourselves, I really believe that it will begin to expand and spill over in ways to love and treat other people. 
I know I have a really hard time not setting expectations for others. In fact, I have a lot of expectations. And because we're all human, you know, I find myself beginning a thought with, if this and that, you should behave like this or you should do that. And if you also have trouble with this, you know, having high expectations, not only for yourself, but for other people as well. And I think that this tends to make a lot of people unhappy. So practice beginning it with yourself. Things like, even though you did this, I still love you. Even though I'm a bit upset because you didn't manage to get to the gym today, I still love you and we'll try again tomorrow. Loving compassion for other people in the most genuine way with acceptance and without expectations or judgments really start with ourselves. I know I am working on this every single day, but simply having the awareness is a giant step on the path back to our most powerful and connected self. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode on what it means to love ourselves or the idea of self-love. And I hope that you see it is not conceited or selfish or narcissistic. In fact, I think it's the most compassionate and loving thing you can do not only for yourself but for everyone that's in your life so every day i hope you find a little bit of time and a little bit of reminder for yourself to give yourself a pat on the back say a little love note whatever it is be there for you through the good and the bad the ups and downs and yeah you know Anytime you feel like putting yourself down, see if you can step out of that and just take a moment instead to tell yourself that I have your back. I'm here for you and I will love you no matter what, no matter what's happening, no matter how you're feeling, I am here for you. Please follow or subscribe to the Paths Back to You podcast and give us a good rating or review wherever you're listening. I would also really, really appreciate it if you do share our podcast with someone that you think would appreciate it or enjoy it. You can also find us on Instagram. That's at paths underscore back to you. That's P-A-T-H-S underscore back to you. And we have a Facebook group as well. You just have to type in Pass Back to You. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you in the next episode.